Damn. Edgar. Carl. Jaquis. These boys crazy. More tune for your head top, so watch how you speak on their name, you know? Yeah, this shit is controversial. Like Pepsi commercial. Soda. Got a topic, let's get verbal. Topic. They jump hurdles, they do not stay in the lane. Buckle up and do my name. This shit goes against the grain. Alright, so I wanna say this. My how my how the, the tables have turned. Because when we first started this shit together, I remember us doing it on my couch and you would always come make a joke every fucking day. It was the same old ass joke, Carl. Let me sit on this Cubs championship blanket and fart real quick. Fart real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And now the last time all three of us are doing this show together, I'm looking in your little Zoom box and I see your little L.A. Dodgers World Series championship blanket. I, I wish I could fart. Though. I wish I could fart on that shit right now. That's a like, towel, so I can wash it. <laughs> yes, because you know, famously, you can't wash blankets, but you can't can wash, wash towels. Can't wash blankets. <laughs> you can wash towels. You can wash uh, wash TV, but you can't wash. You can wash TV. <laughs> you can't wash blankets. I agree because my dog pissed on this blanket I just got, and we washed that shit like thirty times, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. still just has. Oh, it has a funky I don't know, smell man. on it. I think you need like... to go get your dog checked out then. <laughs> that, <laughs> that dog's piece is strong, bro. That dog's piece is strong. That's what his pee sound like, like a jackhammer. <laughs> Yo, man, I've been going down rabbit holes like at night. And like two nights ago, I went down a rabbit hole of kangaroos. I don't know why. Mm. Them bitches strong as fuck, man. Have you ever seen the kangaroos be flexing and shit? I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, they knock people out in Australia. Like if you like walking down the street, they'll they'll walk up to you and just knock you out. <laughs> you never seen videos of that? Google no. it. No, I've never seen. They a go video. into the suburbs and they just knock people out. Yeah, that shit is wild, man. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole. Uh, like kangaroos and boxing gloves trope. It's <laughs> because right. they will knock you out. <laughs> right, and but then also when they kick you on their feet, they you know like. Because they'll kick you and shit. I didn't realize that when they do that, they stand on their tail. Like, they can stay, They can hold their whole body weight up on their fucking tail. That's I don't know why we're tail. talking about this, but... You brought it up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so anyway, I know. y'all, I was at the grocery store the other day. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. why we talk about grocery stores. <laughs> I, I go on rabbit holes that night. What was the rabbit hole I went on last night? I was trying to see what draft class was even close to the 2003 draft class. 96? Not, not, I mean, after, after. I should have said after. Oh. I mean, yeah, 96 is like. But after, I was like, eh, not really. Any? Many great ones. None. What was Steph's draft class? Was that one trash? Wasn't 2010 okay? But except for like, Anthony Bennett or something? I can't really remember anybody. Steph's, like, no, Steph's was like 07. And even Steph yeah. was like not considered to be. Yeah. You know, like he was okay. But nobody thought he was going to be fucking what he is now. Is he top 10? Let me look. I think he was top 10 Steph for was sure. O, Steph was 09. Oh, 09. Damn. Yeah. Who was top 07? Bid. Durant? You know Maybe what? Maybe that Durant? Steph's class is pretty fucking great. You got Blake. You got Harden. You got Steph Curry. You got DeMar DeRozan. But here's where it gets weird is that number two that year was Hashim Thabit. Oh, yeah. Hashim Thabit. <laughs> seven to three out of UConn. Never yeah, to be seen or six. heard from again was johnny flynn 
I, I'm a Johnny Flynn truther. Really? Like, of course, because Steph ended up proving to be better. But Johnny Flynn was dope. At, like, puss, you got to put Watch some of his highlights from Q's. You got to see what this okay. dude was doing. I, I never saw Johnny, him play at Q's very much. Johnny Flynn was Johnny Flynn was a, a killer in college. And he was like a four-year player. He's my type of guy. He's like, I like guys who stay the whole time. And because those dudes seem to not get no respect in the league, like the Jalen Brunson True. types. Like, because they're just like a little bit older. Well, you got uh, you got another guy who stayed all four years that I did watch because they play against Duke a lot. Tyler Hansborough at number 13. Yeah. Is he still in the league? Last time I saw no. him, his white ass was with Indiana no. or some shit. No, no. He's he's over in China right now. Okay. He plays for the Sichuan Blue Whales. China. That's what uh, <laughs> China. If we're going to be doing this, I'll start the show off. Uh, well, we've kind of started already. No, 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 no. I, I'll start off the my my portion here with a with an apology, but not an apology, because real G's don't apologize. They just okay. take accountability. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Take your, take your accountability. Over quarantine, we've all had a lot of thoughts in our head. We've all had a lot of, uh, you know, internal conflict, and just we've been spending a lot of time alone. The, those of us who don't have significant others, I've been in my house alone. Buying stuff off Amazon, as y'all can see. I see. I you see got a nice house, bro. I haven't seen your house before. This is a that's a nice fucking place. Oh well, thank you. It's fun. We have a good time. Me and my <laughs> bass guitar. You got you got a washer and dryer. You got washer. Wait, and dryer you got a bass guitar don't... over quarantine too? Yeah, <laughs> dude, nigga, <laughs> me too. Oh, nice. I have a bass guitar, I just, and that's too, all bro. the stuff for it. That's like the case and everything. Anyway. Do both y'all play or y'all going to learn to play? Learning. We're going to learn to play. Okay. Yeah. Learn to play. But, I mean, I play the piano, so it's not easy. I already know chromatic Same. scales. So Same. Like, exactly. Yeah. We'll figure it out. YouTube. YouTube has everything. I've been getting radicalized for nine months. <laughs> everything is popping. But we used to have heated debates about Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. LeBron James and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the tables have turned quite a bit since those debates. Mm-hmm. LeBron James plays for a team that I used to just tolerate, but now I hate. And Kevin Durant plays for another team that I don't hate. I don't care about, really. And uh, I had some thoughts. While I will still say that LeBron James is, he's my personal GOAT. I think he is the greatest player of all time. I think basketball nowadays is so good that Kevin Durant, like I was just thinking about him the other day and I was like, who has really stopped Kevin Durant? And not many people have stopped LeBron either. Even though he's lost, he's lost. He's had losses. He had team losses, but it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. We we like to do this individual thing to hate on certain players and stuff like that, but it's a team sport. Yeah. He didn't have the personnel to do, but nobody's really stopped him, but nobody also has really stopped Kevin Durant. And we give him the greatest score of all time, like, conversation. They, nobody has really – I know you, you're – like, he's your favorite. But people who don't I – th- I think it's basketball is so good now that I think people don't realize that Kevin Durant is – should be in the top ten all time, I think. Yeah, and I think there are I some agree. players that need, I think there are some players that need to leave that top ten. I mean, there are some I, players that I, need to leave it from oh, Larry Bird, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson, and Oscar Robinson need to leave the top ten. 
I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. And I understand that it's like, you know, we're going to get pushback on stuff like that because one, we never, I never got to see those guys play. So like when I start talking about it, I know the people who did watch them play feel very passionately about it. They didn't that. really watch them because their TVs were trash. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, once you really watch those games, you really like watching Larry Bird right? on those 13 inch TVs y'all have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and 120p. <laughs> <laughs> but over quarantine as well, Carl, I've been watching a lot of uh, there's this guy who has this channel that he only puts up OKC games on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I've just been watching old OKC games. They are a really good fucking team. Like, yeah, when Russ and, and even after James Harden left, like him and Russ together would give you these really great regular season games where they'd both drop 40 on like yeah. the Orlando Magic. And you'd be like, holy shit, these guys are so good. Like, I yeah. I. I I wholeheartedly agree with you, but I have kind of had the opposite, Carl. I, you know, I think with you and I, when I would argue about LeBron James, I would go home to my LeBron James hating friends and be validated. But I had that taken away from me because Anna's brother moved in. And I would say <laughs> he's a bigger LeBron James fan than you to the point where we have gotten into crying fights about <laughs> Kevin Durant and LeBron James. And he made me appreciate LeBron James in this way that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why the fuck y'all getting in a fight so bad that somebody <laughs> ends up crying over Kevin Durant and LeBron James? Everybody's over quarantine. Emotions run high. Oh, run on, high. Man. It definitely on, wasn't man. about LeBron James and Kevin Durant. It definitely was about other shit, but that's the... That's, <laughs> that's where it started. That's <laughs> the vessel for it. <laughs> where, you know, you start yelling have- at a nigga being like, if you don't pay fucking bills in this house, you're about to tell me shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Like you, you have realized that people don't he, give LeBron he, credit, or I that I'm wasting my time hating on a man that has provided me some very, very, very fun basketball. Like I think about that game against the Toronto Raptors that we watched at Josh's house, where he just took over that fourth quarter mm-hmm. and just was just like, "Look, Raptors, I don't care how good your whole team is, your whole team is not better than me." That's amazing to get to watch, and like yeah. I think like to maybe what you're saying there's no point in hating these kind of people when you have such good basketball to be fair though i never really i don't feel like i ever really said kd was whack i just didn't like the move like i did and i still to this day riff like that was that was a that was some bad years of wasted good like talent in the league because it was was a foregone conclusion yeah yeah that it was just like and i mean like when you think about it, some people may say that that's going to happen now with the Lakers, but we don't fully know because there are other teams that and and we are in a weird time where you never know what's going to happen and COVID here and COVID there. Although I do feel like the whole Lakers roster could get COVID, and that would be the one team that Adam Silver still lets play. But uh, <laughs> yo, every other team got to play with their masks on. But uh, yeah, yeah, Lakers yeah, still but coming out Lakers here, still baby. Lakers Y'all still going to play. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to stop this revenue. Yeah. 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 But uh, it even now, I still think there is still just a little bit more parity in the league. But yeah. looking out, looking outside of it, going through convert, going through bronze sexual conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it, and it, which was, which like, was long and extensive. I just want people it was, to know. It was long. It was long and extensive. Yeah. There was even some hard times this year because, you know, uh, being in L.A., you got a ton of LeBron hating Laker fans and right. he would like go crazy and win them games against good teams. And they would still be like, man, 
Kobe would have beat that team by 80, though. <laughs> like, like they're still doing that type of shit. There's a dude. I, I I post this picture all the time. There's a dude with a a 23 Laker jersey on that said Kobe's better on the back. <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with unreasonable. <laughs> Laker fans are unreasonably spoiled and dumb. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. See, for me though, here's the thing. Like, I think even from when we first met, Carl, because uh, like we. You know, me and you watched him win that Cleveland title together at, yeah. at that at that bar or whatever. At Barbarella. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace before COVID. Before, yeah. Before that was COVID a casualty. Yeah. Uh, and like, for, and now I, I think I have even much more of an appreciation for LeBron. But for me, it was never I, during the Chicago year, the Chicago Miami Heat years, and even the Cleveland years and shit like that. He would annoy me, you know, but that was a rivalry. That was a rivalry. D Rose, mm. that team, like they were in our way, right? Like yeah. without that Heat team, the Bulls would have went to the finals that year, you know? Yeah. So, you know, not only was he the big bad villain in the NBA, he was a big bad villain who was literally beating my Batman and Robin, <laughs> like, you know, for wait, a couple wait, of wait. seasons. Jaquise, I don't mean to interrupt you, but. What year would the Heat have gone to the finals with the Miami Heat? Uh, Derrick Rose got injured before LeBron went no, to no, the no. Miami Heat. No, 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 that um, the the his MVP season, he wasn't injured that year. The Heat beat them in the finals, uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals that year. Oh, I think, then, which was then he lost to the 2011. Mavs. Right, then right, that's right, the year right. they lost to the Mavs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. the year they lost to the Mavs. In 2012? He got hurt in 12, yeah. Okay, okay. Which check. to this day, I will say this, for and a lot of people who remember that series, especially Chicago fans know, Coach Tibbs just got outcoached because the Bulls was getting in that ass for the first game and a half. And then Coach right. Tibbs and then Eric Spoltra, which who doesn't get enough credit for being a good fucking coach, especially now, but this was toward the beginning of his tenure. Made some adjustments and the Bulls just never refucked. I mean, that's that's Tibbs' whole thing. He doesn't adjust. He's just like play hard and just play hard. Where Spo was like, "All right, fuck it, y'all play hard all you want. I'm gonna mm-hmm. hit these X's and O's and like stop y'all from doing shit." But anyway, I just hated LeBron fans. Like that's what it that's what it was for me. It was the LeBron fans that always that took me a while to get to the LeBron side. But what really made me get to the LeBron side. Which really made me was like, you know what? Fuck a Jordan fan. Fuck a fuck a LeBron fan. Is these racist ass motherfuckers coming for LeBron? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and stick behind LeBron now because he's doing so much better shit than any yeah. NBA player has ever done in history, including Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, that like it just made me realize I'm wasting my time hating somebody who genuinely does really good, thing. great shit on yeah. and off the court. It makes no fucking sense. I don't have the time or the energy anymore. Besides that stuff, what you just were saying about the fans, mm-hmm. that's what kind of sped up the conversion therapy. Because uh, I'm still a fan. He's still going to be my favorite player. I yeah, can't quit of course. There ain't nobody who has taken that s- s- spot from me. But the fact that he plays on the team that I despise their fans, yeah. and now half of them are his fans, and I've also, you know, like there are so many conversations I have. And I, listen, this going to I need everybody to listen with ears. Not y'all. Y'all will hear me. But the audience, I'm, I'm, I need y'all to listen with open ears and hearts. I have 
absolutely no issue talking sports with women. But for some reason, LeBron women fans love to get in my mentions and troll the Clippers. <laughs> and these are and these are people who don't really watch the game sometimes. Some of them do. I'm gonna give you if you know your shit, I'm gonna give you a credit. I'm also gonna talk just as spicy if you know your shit. If you don't know your shit, I'm most likely gonna ignore you. But if you know your shit, I'm gonna talk just as spicy as you coming at me with some bullshit. And LeBron loving women fan, bandwagon Laker women fans doing the whole like Clippers, Taylor Swift got more banners than the Clippers shit. Get the fuck out of my mentions with that stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit doesn't True. Like, you didn't earn that. You did not earn that. You didn't. You don't earn the right to talk shit about the Clippers, and you only been liking the Lakers for a year, because you didn't like them last year, LeBron's first year. Yeah. I mean, Edgar well, remembers, I was excited for him to be in L.A. You were? I was excited. I was on the you plane. Were? I was on the plane coming back from DCM. I got up. When they was like, put your seatbelts on. We were taking off. I was walking down the aisle like this. Don't you take Edgar. (laughs) Edgar. I got something to say. (laughs) Sir, please sit down. Sir, please please sit down. down. Air Air Marshal's shoot me in the back. (laughs) And I'm like, no. Edgar's going to know that I... We gonna have like to we gonna have to show them the pictures of them bullet wounds in your back, man. Nah, man, I was excited, and then they just soured it, man. They soured it yeah. completely. Yeah, and then I got to I... notice on the other side what LeBron haters see. Because LeBron brings a level of joy to a team, a level of confidence to a team. And when you get that level, like, it was it was cool to see LeBron make Matthew Della Vadova feel like he was dope shit. Oh, I hated it. Right, right. I fucking That was right. cool. Because as but somebody who was not... going up against him, I was like, this dude is trash. Yeah. Like, it was shut up. Like, you're not. What's the name of that white boy now? Alex uh... Caruso. That's what I was just Caru- about to say. Oh, it's God. not Caruso. fun. It's not fun to see Alex Caruso get a million all-star votes because he's a Laker. Like, when he moves on from that team, when Alex Caruso is no longer a Laker, we're not going to hear about Alex Caruso no more. Right. No. I'm waiting for Kuz. I'm waiting for Kuz to get traded just so when we can Kuz, see. I saw a picture of Kuz yesterday. Like, listen, man, I'm confident in my sexuality. The man looked great. <laughs> he looked amazing. Look at him ass, baby. Mm. Ex- extremely attractive. He had like a like a Hitler youth suit on. It was like this weird like he was he was standing in some standing in some bushes or something like that. The dude looked. Yeah. I was like, man, Kuz is not going to. He's gonna be out of the league in three years when he gets traded to Minnesota. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> because ain't nobody gonna know Kuz. Like, this is Hollywood Kuz. Yeah. Like, the fact yeah. that they get the, the fact that they gas these people like the way they do, and then you got LeBron. Like these these people will be in my DMs talking about some of the Clippers got cocky. It's like it doesn't get no cockier than instead of doing basketball warmups before a game, you're running offensive football sets. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. get no cockier Yelling than that. built Bro. different. Yelling yeah. built different. That's what people, like, dude, that is, for I'm years. I'm a Pelicans fan, too. I'm a Pelicans fan, too. That's right. Anthony he, Davis like, yeah. legitimately quit on our team. He quit on the team. He quit. I don't fuck with AD right. like that, to be honest, because his last year, his last year, his last couple years in New Orleans, 
was really trash. From he was uh, so he did he was so trash. He did so he trash. did so dirty. And then to come over here and look, and he's good. But to have out. that unbridled, I'm this badass NBA player when you literally quit on a team a year ago. The whole like smelling smelling his fingers shit. Like yeah, it was like just there's maddening. there's just something about NBA. There's something about athletes. Well, I was like, you can be as good as you want to, but you don't get to quit and then and then have confidence of I'm the best in the league. Like, you don't quit. So Players how, don't how do you quit. Feel about, how do you feel about James Harden then? I like Quitting him. on Houston? Yeah. That's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with Carl. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. I mean, I well, know. That's, I see, is, is here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's an organization that's in shambles, right? Yes. Yes. And 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 I don't, I'm not I'm not saying like there's a difference between quitting on a team and wanting out of a team, right? Like right. you can want out of a team, and that's where James right. Harden is right now. And obviously, yes, AD wanted out of New Orleans, but he just straight up quit, and he made and it the a way spectacle. He did it. Yeah, like you know, Wearing he made t-shirts a, that was like yeah. I quit. Yeah, Wearing that's all, folks. <laughs> that's <laughs> all, like, folks. Yeah. Wearing yeah. hanging, oh, that, that's what it was. It was that. Uh, that's all, folks. I yeah. thought it was. I was trying to figure it out what it was. I was, was talking. I was like, oh, it was a hang in there, baby. But the cat was falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's something like that is different. And yeah, it's, it's calling attention to it in this very negative way. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. When you still got you, when you still got players on that team who are going to go to bat for you. You know what I'm saying? Or you know who are going to be in the trenches with you. If you show up and play, I don't know. It it just no, felt, it no. feels different. It feels different. You're right. You're 100 right. Well, I'll, I'll say this, Carl. Look, I've dreamed of this moment, and it doesn't feel the way that I wanted it to feel. I, it actually feels better in that it almost feels as if you're like watching basketball in the way that's for you now, and that's more wholesome and more enjoyable for you. And I'm just like, that's no, it's terrible dope. for me. It's terrible for me. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys heard, but the Clippers lost in terrible fashion last year. Oh. <laughs> Listen, do you know what this motherfucker did? I have a whiteboard here, and this motherfucker wrote on the whiteboard everyone's odds of winning the championship and circled the Clippers' odds. And I had to, like, look at that every day at work because he was just, like, he kept putting it on that board. And I was like, God damn, this shit hurts. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the worst, and, and, and it's the worst feeling because I want to be happy LeBron got number four. Right. And now I'm upset that LeBron's probably going to get number five and number six. Mm. I'm upset. He, he I'm upset he gonna get. Six. I think he'll get five. We'll see if he gets six. At a certain point, it's just hard. looking look, at the at landscape. A cer- at a certain point, time catches up with you, man. <laughs> like, it ain't yet. I know. I yet. know. But but this like, might we, be the perfect situation. This lack of rest. This lack of legitimate yeah. rest. I mean, the only thing that makes me afraid is Clay getting hurt. Like Clay getting hurt, I was like, fuck. There's a, there's a way that the back, numbers can exactly yeah. there's a if way Clay that the numbers yeah. roll out that they could have a really easy route to the Western Conference Finals and then that's when they start doing work like you know what I mean like kind of like the Warriors yeah. like how the first that first Warriors run they only played against teams who had hurt point guards so Steph Curry was just going off like no one talks about that like every team that they played their point guard was injured I, I feel like the Lakers could get lucky in that situation where they don't have to run into like super difficult teams whereas the Clippers ran into the future face of the league, Luka Doncic, ran into the Denver Nuggets, and then yeah. we're just like, "Whew, this is exhausting." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we, like we got two really hard series. Like, and we got to talk about Luka because we haven't talked about Luka. Uh, I hate Luka Doncic, by the way. Uh, but we, 
and I shouldn't say hate. Hate is a strong word. Is it because he but, complains? Is it the complaining? It's the a the it's one of the things that you just said. This whole future face of the league thing. I'm rolling with John Morant as my wow. future face of the league. Wow, I love. He John. can't shoot. John's he so can't tough. shoot though. He'll learn. He'll learn. He'll get there. <laughs> nah, I mean, y'all told uh, me that about I, Simmons, man. Y'all told me about that Simmons. Who is? Let me look. Luca. I just don't like. Th- listen. Let me put on my uh, Black Klansman hat for a second. Mm-hmm. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> I think white dudes, as we see with Larry Bird being in the top ten over right, certain players, right, right? White dudes get an extra. This is not to say that they not good. They cook people. We've seen it. They saute people. They deserve yeah. to be in the NBA. They deserve to be where they are. They deserve to make the money that they make. They're all stars. He's an all star superstar. He, yes. You can say all those things about him. Yes. Yeah. Just like I said about Dirk. There was something about Dirk that I really liked as a person. Dirk was different, man. Dirk was different. There was a humility you know, to it. There yeah, was a humility yeah. to it. Like, you could not like, because not only did, not only was Dirk, he didn't have a braggadocious game. No. That was the thing about Dirk. No. Uh, he just come, He just came in, put his work in, and left. He was like yeah. a, he was a Tim exactly. Duncan that didn't seem as boring. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do a farewell tour, right? He didn't do, he refused to do a farewell tour and got upset when they like forced him to like, Talk about his retirement in front of everyone because he didn't want to do that. He, he want just to wanted to play basketball. Luca don't seem like that to me. I think Luca is. Remember what I, how I used to talk about Steph getting preferential treatment. Right. I think Luca is getting that now. Like he gets he. Everybody's calling the future face of the league while we still got so many great young players. Giannis Antetokounmpo is twenty six years old. Yeah. <laughs> Luca's just gonna can't, jump him. Also can't. Also can't shoot. These guys, I'm not fighting for Luca. I'm just, I'm just talking about. Well, Luka, I mean, the playoffs say that otherwise he doesn't. Well, Luca is as strong as an ox, but he's slow. He's unathletic. I, it's not the brand of basketball that I like to see. It's yeah. just not. Yeah, it's just not. And I like white players. Tyler Hero is my guy. Well, Swag. Tyler Hero to call Tyler Hero a white player is there's something about him. There's something about him <laughs> yeah. that I, is a little sus to me. I'm he's like, got, I don't know if this guy's white. Look on Insta- Look on it. Look at his girlfriend on Instagram. You'll see. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen him, him and her on that boat. I was just yeah. like, hold on. Like, okay, this is some hood nigga yeah, shit. You my hero, dog. Um, <laughs> Luca does that thing where he uh, incessantly complains to the ref when they really bail him out of a lot of stuff, and but also talk shit. i openly talk shit, and then goes to the refs and complains. So like right. let's let's take a, let's take an example of the, the bitch ass white boy incident. Yes. Two plays before that, Luca's throwing his elbow, head button, doing his thing. He, he, he drives uncontrollably into the yeah. lane, yeah. like how and, I do. And and Trez took a real like charge, which is how you play basketball. And he goes, "Stop flopping, pussy!" You see it on his mouth. Nobody said anything. Trez goes down, dunks on him, says, "Bitch ass white boy." The world go, blows up. Right. If yeah. Luca had to say bitch ass black boy, there would have been a problem. Yeah, Luca probably would have got his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> and and like let's call a spade a spade. It's not the same. It's not the same. You can't say bitch ass black boy. Yeah. First of all, because you wouldn't say bitch ass black boy, you just <laughs> yeah. say bitch ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. but you can't say that. And bitch ass white boy is not the same. It's not the same. Not it the doesn't same. hold the same weight. It doesn't hold think, the same intensity. I think both of those things hold the same weight. Stop flopping pussy and bitch ass white boy hold the same right. weight. Those hold, right. both, those hold the same both weight. Just trash talk. Yeah, that's exactly. all it is. And I wasn't mad at him for saying that. What I was mad about was the backlash that Trez took and the fact that when 
he got called for the charge, he looked at the ref and acted like he didn't do what he did. Well, you know, I what hate that, that soccer flopping shit. I hate it. And everybody can say, well, LeBron flopped. No, the way Luca does it is on a different level. There's an expectation that he deserves it. Yes, and I hate without that. LeBron's reputation. I understand. I understand. Like I don't love I don't love Jokic just because again I like it's something about a a, a lazy unathletic game <laughs> that's just that just smokes people that I just can't wrap my head. I don't like to see it. It just makes like, me yeah. mad. Just like be twenty feet away and barely lift one big toe off the ground and just and, hit and the just bottom of the net. No, no rim, <laughs> yeah. no rim. Just hit just the wettest shot you can. And I just hate to see it. It's like being at yeah. the park and getting cooked by an old ass man. Yeah. When Jokic like, begs, just, have you seen Jokic when he talks to refs? He doesn't please, complain. He please, goes, please, please. Like please, he's begging please, for like a bowl him. for his family. Come on, man. I'm a fat white guy. Come on. I need this. You gave I him. Why it. not give me? You gave him. Why not give me? You gave him. Why not give me? Like, I love it. He's always like, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You gave him. Why not me? Why not me? give me? Why not give me? You gave him. I'm in BA2. You I'm gave Kawhi. Why not give me? <laughs> but Luca talks to refs as it, and I, I think they did tech him a couple of times in that Clippers series, where it's like, bro, you can't be coming down on these refs this hot. Like, this is your second year; you haven't earned this yet. This is your second year in first playoffs. Go sit the fuck down, right? And and like that is, and honestly, I think that is one of the big reasons. I, I think it's just where the NBA is now. So like, it, it is what it is. And it has taken me a minute to catch up, admittedly. Because mm. I think, like, and I'm going to circle back to what I'm saying, but I think a big thing for me, which is different for me, is unlike you, Carl, well, kind of, but unlike you as well, Edgar, where you guys both had teams you grew up with, both of those teams weren't doing anything successfully, like winning titles and shit when you were, like, in kid, when kids. Yeah, I mean, we went to the Whereas, NBA Finals in 1994. But you did. Okay, I mean, you did. You did. But I'm saying, <laughs> but like, it's different for me. We also we went to the NBA not. Finals in 2000, but, you know. It's why I became yeah. such a LeBron fan, because my team wasn't doing anything. Your team wasn't. Whereas for me, like, I grew up literally as a kid during the 90s Bulls run. So, or 1999, like, it was fucking just, like, so I didn't follow... I followed a player, obviously Michael Jordan, but I followed a team because it was my right. team that I grew up with. So I'm very team-oriented. They were the franchise. They were the franchise. So I'm very team-oriented, right? But also something changed, and I think it really changed with LeBron more than anything, where a player came into the league and was already anointed in a way that players had never been anointed before. Like, right. even if you were, like, even if after, like, your first or second year, people was like, this person is good. Like, Allen Iverson wasn't anointed like that. Hell, even Kobe wasn't. And Kobe had praise, but not like that, right? Where people came in, LeBron came in in 03, and it's like, this is King James, baby. This is the next Michael before he laced up a boot. And now NBA players are starting to buy that hype about themselves. So Luca mm. comes in to the NBA your second year, your first playoff series, and you think you got the same clout. That a fucking LeBron James guy? No, you don't. Yeah, really <laughs> like, point. no, you fucking don't. You just don't. Really and, and like, also... I... no, no, finish. Your point, no, I was just, and I was just gonna say, I feel like players used to earn that more than they do nowadays. I, I don't disagree. I mean, I think like the earliest example of it was Kevin Garnett getting that massive contract very early in his career, and, and that, I think that's what spurred 
one of the, uh, the NBA lockouts when everyone's just like, wait, hold up. How much is this rookie about to make? Like yeah. millions of dollars. I've never heard of this shit. And like, that's when he starts seeing like what you're talking about, these individual stars. And then you start seeing right now we're at the point where, you know, back in the day, you know, Scottie Pippen was just like, I'm upset at my team, but they're paying me peanuts. I guess I'll stay. And James Harden's <laughs> just like, I'm upset at my team. I'm going to force them to send me wherever I want to send me. Like, we live in the player empowerment era more so than ever before. And I think that's why you're kind of seeing these attitudes uh, where players kind of, because there's so much media, right? Like, Kyrie Irving can say something to the point of, I won't talk to the media, but he can still directly talk to us because he can get on Instagram Live with Kevin Durant late at night and they interview each other, which he did. Like, I think that because of all these other things, that's why you have these players so cocky is because they're in charge of their own brands in a way that they've never been before. Luka Doncic gets to say, I'm the greatest, and make T-shirts that say, I'm the greatest, and sell those T-shirts in a way that Scottie Pippen couldn't do in the 90s. Yeah, or even even in a way that, like, imagine Allen Iverson doing that in his second year. Well, I mean, Allen Iverson wasn't even in control of his own money at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I think Reebok owned all of his... Was it Reebok? It was Reebok, yeah. That Remember those old Iverson... Remember those old Iverson, money. All those old Iverson crossover commercials that used to come out where he would do, like, a new crossover uh, mm-hmm. on a commercial? Man, I used to try them... I used to try them hoes all the time, and... Never worked. Them boys never worked on the court. I just want to say that to Allen Iverson. Your your crossovers <laughs> never worked on the court. Remember and maybe the it's because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the Kobe one though. The Kobe behind the through your legs yeah. behind. I never. I could never do that. I was still no. You can't that. do that shit. You get ripped up all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if if you could even like maybe do it, <laughs> you would get stolen all all the time. I don't know, man. I something about when the bubble came back felt really nice to watch. Right. Something about the NBA right now, even though, like, it'll still be nice to watch because I'm still watching football. I watched baseball and all that shit. So I'll still watch NBA, but there's just something different about it right now where it's just like, not only is some of these players, the disparity in the NBA is so weird right now because you have some players who haven't played a basketball game in almost 300 days. You have some players who literally just went through the hardest fucking basketball experience of their life 70 fucking days ago. Uh, and there's no crowd, but it like, and it's weird because it's not the bubble. So it's no like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's un- I've been watching these games and they just feel weird to me. It just feels weird to me. Here's a solution. You may not like it. You have to divide up your fandom. You can love the Bulls, but I'm telling you right here, right now, Pick a player to follow that is your guy, and I promise you it'll become more fun. Oh, because I mean, no. what's hurting is that you know we both know. I know about my Knicks, even though the baby Knicks had a great showing last night against I've been the Cavs. The Everybody was excited, season. but that's what I'm saying. But watching these teams that you don't care about, it's not going to feel as fun. Pick your guy, my man. Pick your guy. It'll. Be oh, I have fun. a couple. I have a couple. I I'm, I'm on the Kawhi train. Nice. I like I like Kawhi. I don't think it's any secret. I'm a Curry fan. Uh, I like Steph Weak. Curry. So those are those are my two. Those Trash. are my two. Um, Pick a younger guy because both of those guys are about to be out of the league in like. I mean, three, I don't know. They'll be, I don't know if they'll be out of the league, but also I do. Steph will I do, be out of the league in three to four years. I do like. I do like I Giannis. So. I think so. 
Three no, to four years. Nobody wild. is nobody's that bad at basketball anymore. Like this is not the eighties or the nineties. These yeah. guys are it's not about the eighties or the nineties. It's about how small he is. It's about like he's like he's just such a small, frail guy. You think there's gonna be you think there's gonna be like more like Kevin Durant style players coming in? Yeah. I do Imagine think so. that. Imagine how basketball's gonna look. It's gonna look like uh what's that movie where everybody was blue? Avatar. <sighs> Avatar? Yeah. It's yeah, gonna yeah. look like no, it's, it's gonna true. look like Avatar. Google Cade, like, <laughs> yeah. Google Cade Cunningham. Google the guy who they think is going to be the number one pick next year. Like it's like really all these kids are like six, 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 eight, and can do all of it. Like the other, what's that white boy's name that my friend was showing me? Yeah. It's also, like, it's I don't scary. think Steph. I don't think Steph is going to be out of the league in three to four years because at the very at the at the absolute worst, Steph Curry will just transition to be a Ray Allen type player. Um and just literally live at the three point line and that's it. Because people forget that about Ray Allen too. Ray Allen used to be an inside out player as well. He wasn't just a three point specialist. And as his body broke the fuck down, because he was small too, he just became like on a perimeter more. Steph Curry will do that. Like Steph Curry can still pull up from forty. So like he's ain't he ain't going nowhere. NBA players. I, that's weird though, man. You know, I was Ray just Allen reading. Is- a lot taller than Steph Curry. Steph Curry stands at what six two? If nah, with shoes six, on, six Steph three, six like, four. Yeah, six four. Yeah. And Ray Allen was like six four or six five. No, nah, Ray Allen six six. six I think yeah. six five, six six. And that's Steph Ray Curry's Allen six. Yeah, six. six Steph Curry six three with shoes on. Again, like I really don't think he's actually six three, man. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Is. I'm gonna be real. He he. I've seen him in person. He, he's big. He's got a. He's got like an inch and a half on me, and I'm six two. Okay. So Steph, he ain't that small. He's not no. that small, especially for his skill set where he doesn't need to come within 20 feet of the rim to be effective. No. Uh, so, you know, But I'm expecting does. massive wear and tear on him this season in the same way that we saw last season. That I, I don't know, man. I, I think, like, I, I honestly, I feel like what's going to happen is when LeBron leaves, I think LeBron is almost leaving a class behind. Like, he's leaving a class. Like, everyone that came in his class is already on their way out, right? Wade is already. out. Already. They're out. <laughs> Wade is out. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> gone. Yeah, most of them are <laughs> gone. The only one is Melo. So, I think LeBron, when LeBron leaves, he's going to leave with a class later than him. And I feel like Steph's going to leave. Blake's going to leave. Katie's going to leave. Kawhi's going to leave. I feel like they're all going to leave at the same time. I don't know, bro. I I think that just, I, I got to agree with Carl on this one. The NBA is different. I, I... You know, like when KD came back, and granted, you know, this is he had a year off. Um, he looks amazing. Like he's in year 13. He looks and great. I look back and I look back and I think in year 13, Jordan was on his second retirement. Like that's how, that's how different the NBA is. Like Jordan only played 13 NBA seasons and his career was over. And now, granted, he left for two years, and he also had three years in college. So that's five years that could have been added to his career in the NBA. That's that's also different. That's something that also kind of annoys me with the year eighteen, which is dope. It's very dope. But when when like some LeBron fans get year eighteen, huh, Jordan only had thirteen. Yeah, that nigga also went to college for three years, and LeBron right. came right out of high school. So like, right. it like. You know, if you're going to make arguments like that, you can't leave common sense points like that on the fucking table. But, you know, the NBA is different, man. Durant still got like five years in the league. Uh, 
I think he got more than that. I do too. I think he got more than that. It looks like he's recovered pretty good from that injury. That's what he looks amazing. When I looked, I I was like, "Who's gonna stop him? Who's gonna stop him?" That ain't like in today's age where you can't really tackle a nigga. Who's gonna stop? (laughs) You can't. Who's gonna stop him? LeBron can stop him. Like Kawhi can stop him. Can he? Let me maybe. But you know, they can slow him down. They can slow slow him down. But like you know, when Jordan was in year thirteen, yes, he was still probably the best player in the NBA, but he very much had a different game, kind of teetering toward the old man, I'm a cerebral player as opposed to I'm an athletic freak game, where, like, KD can lace him up tomorrow and still go be an athletic freak. LeBron is still an athletic freak. Even Curry, with nobody on his team to protect him, can still do shit on the court that he was doing at year eight. Like, it's just, it's a different NBA, man. It's crazy how long he's been in the league. Damn. Yeah, the nigga's been in the league for 12 years. This is Curry's 12th year, dude. He he was 07 draft? That's 13 years. 08, I think you said, right? 08 or 09. 09. So this is 11 season? Katie's 08, yeah. These niggas is old. (laughs) They already old, and they still playing like they, like it's like they're just in their primes now. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. I have so much respect for an NBA player today. Like... It's but crazy. I also think that they'll have more impetus to retire early because they'll have a like Steph Curry could retire now and be Hall of Fame. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like they'll have like there's no reason for them to extend any of that damage and wear and tear on their bar yeah. on their bodies versus a Vince Carter had a reason to stay in the league as long as he did. Right. <laughs> like he had he was just like, let me try to get on a championship team. Let me try to get on something doing something. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Katie doesn't try? have to play. That nigga signed with the Hawks his last year. I think he was signing with teams that would sign him. Yeah, Vince was just signing with any old team, bro. (laughs) Katie has nothing. Like, a lot of these guys won't have anything to prove in a few years. That's why I really do think we're going to see a massive exodus. Shame he had to go out like he did with COVID and stuff. Yeah, man. But shame that was what ended. So many, not to to fully compare, but like on on very different scales. It's kind of like, you know, people who are experiencing loss during COVID who can't go to funerals and stuff. Mm, It's like, this is ruining so much shit. That's like, it's just so fucking sad, man. Yeah, man. COVID has been, this has been, this has been a weird fucking year because in many ways, I think for all three of us, like we've done some dope shit during this year, but it's also been a very hard. Oh my God. I've made millions. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) culture But also, man, this year is taking so, and I just it's taking more is the mental toll. Somebody was like, I I saw this on Twitter yesterday or some shit. It was like, we're gonna be dealing with mental shit from this time frame for so many years to come that we don't even know yet. We're dealing with that shit from Twitter. That that person can shut the fuck up. We're dealing like (laughs) that's true. Uh, You left Twitter, man. You left Twitter. I'm off, dog. I had to get off for of good for good. Like if you come yeah, back, you're starting from zero. Yeah, my Twitter is gone. It's gone. Ain't no more damn it, Carl. On Twitter. I respect that, man. I respect good that. for you. I had to go, man. Well, I mean, I was already you know taking sabbaticals during COVID because mm-hmm. I would just like this. Is why I relate to Paul George so much, man. Like as much as as much as people say, man, just ignore you the cheat internet because you cheat on Doc Rivers' fiance. I'm with her now, cheating on her currently. And uh, <laughs> mm. let me get a piece. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I <laughs> that, that's not how cheating oh, works. Oh, okay. I'm cheating on my wife by letting other guys have sex with her. Oh, no, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> no, that I, the whole internet, like y- you are affected by it. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I refuse to believe that anybody can put themselves out there and not be affected by people talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I just refuse to believe it. I don't believe there's anybody that's like, yeah, that's what happens. Unless you're so famous where you really don't see it. Like, people who, right. like, I'm sure Drake can just, like, tweet something and then just throw his phone in the backseat and continue driving. Right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even manage it himself. Yeah, but also at the same time, like, everybody who's online is online, like, we're online a ton. Like we're online so much, and I think that doesn't that that doesn't change when you become like a big celebrity or something like that. I agree. And so, like, it's hard to. I've talked to Matt about this. Uh, like, there were times during COVID where you know I would say something on flagrant ones or something like that, and I'm like, let me just go check and see what the people talk say about. Yeah. Because I thought that was good. I thought that was funny. And was I going to check for validation? Probably. I've since stopped doing that, too, because that was just, you see something from one person. You get 20 great, man, calls so funny, man. This, that, this. And then you get that one guy goes, oh, man, he was obnoxious this episode. And it's like, that that guy clearly just ain't going to like me for anything. But that one spoils the 20. Yeah, but also I shouldn't be caring about what the 20 say either. True. No, 100%. Because that doesn't make me. That doesn't. That's ego. That's ego driven. That doesn't it has get to come me... from inside. That's the only way you'll actually exactly, appreciate it. exactly. Yeah. So I stopped doing that. I stopped checking Reddit shit. I deleted Twitter because Twitter pro, like creates this discourse where everybody feels it's their not only their privilege but their duty to respond to you when you say something. They think you're talking to them and for them, mm-hmm. and so they have to say something. Y'all know that. Towards the last few days of me being on Twitter, I stopped getting into basketball shit. I stopped. I would just tweet random shit like, just put some hand sanitizer on. And somebody has to com- comment. Man, got to keep them hands clean, King. It's like, all right, man. I, I, all right. Like, I'm the dumb one. I'm the dumb one in this situation. That dude did nothing wrong by saying that to me. Mm. Because that's how the app is set up. If I don't want that, I have to leave. Right. And then I watched The Social Dilemma and it made everything made so much sense about it. Now I'm not the type of person who gets radicalized, although I do want to bring up another topic with y'all, uh these recent YouTube videos. But I had to go. I was like, I'm not getting nothing out of this that I want. All of my mm-hmm. quote unquote famous followers, I know in person. They can t- right. and it's only just it's Paul F. Tompkins. He can text me if he needs me. Like <laughs> John Hodgman. We have each other's numbers and emails. Like, that's right. it. Scott wasn't even following me. Scott don't follow me on Twitter. Like, <laughs> 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 so I'm, real, I'm, I'm just like, I, I don't need this thing. It's giving me a false sense of validation. It's giving me, it's, I'm, every day I'm waking up, I'm seeing something that makes me, that changes the course of my happiness for the day. And it doesn't have to be something uh, basketball related, LeBron or Clippers related. It doesn't have to be something black related. It's not a racist person popping up. It's not that. It's literally people get on Twitter and they go, hot take, peanut butter and jelly is the worst sandwich. 
He like, now I'm like, now it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm turning on the TV and CNN is like, <laughs> another 5,000 people contracted COVID within the last 15 minutes. And then I'm looking at this dumb bitch say that peanut butter and jelly is the worst sandwich. Like, now I'm just like. It's clearly just all peanut butter. Like, <laughs> what is what is going? So I just yeah. like I have to get off. I have to stop. That's smart. That's smart. Because I don't want to see this. Because something that dumb makes me go. Now I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, am I crazy for liking peanut butter and jelly? Am I like no? Everybody likes peanut butter and jelly. Not, yeah, like, you know. What I'm saying? I mean, like you know, we have these conversations a lot. Me and you, Carl, where we will talk about the things that bother us. And how much we contribute to it. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the contribution that we make the most is indulging. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't want to say, bleep this out. But like the shit with a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I was like, I'm not indulging this nigga no more. Like, yeah. I, I'm don't not, engage. I'm done. Engaging. I'm not engaging with this nigga no yeah. more. I'm not, I don't, I don't have time for this. I'm... I am beyond this. It, the reason this keeps going is because each time when I should have like been like, I'm done with this bullshit, I kept going into the bullshit. Going in. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and, and so, you know, that's such a big part. That's a big part of, you know, like if, if Twitter, if if things are affecting you like that, the true only way to stop it is not to expect their behavior to change. Yes. It's to change your behavior. Change your behavior. That's it. Because yeah. that's what online people do. People who sit online all day, they're searching for this validation. And that's why I say it's impossible for all these people talking about some, oh, just stop. Just ignore it. Like, it shouldn't bother you. I just saw, uh, there was something I saw on Reddit the other day. It was on the Clippers Reddit. And uh, I was just looking at an article. It uh, somebody It was like, somebody trolls Lou Williams and he responds to him. And the guy was like, no championship this year, though. Something like that on his Instagram. And, and Lou Williams responded like, hey, man, you got a beautiful family. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. And people in the comments are like, man, when celebrities respond to dumb trolls, it just makes them look bad. And I go, okay, but you don't look bad for talking about this on a message right. board? Right, you look. This this right. makes you cool. Facts, Have some facts, fucking accountability, facts. man. Like no yeah. accountability. They erase this, themselves this, from it, though. They erase. We all erase ourselves from it, and I think yeah. you guys are right. We have to. We have to own it. Like I think, like what you said at the top, Carl. The accountability is what's the most important part of it. Yeah, I think. I think my problem was I couldn't erase myself from it. We have to also uh, accountability again. We have to ask ourselves why do I want this validation right now. Now right. I will fully admit vulnerable vulnerable as hell. There are times where I wake up in the morning and I'm not feeling great. And so I post something online that I know is gonna get some engagement. Absolutely. And because we're Absolutely. we're th- those are endorphins. And that engagement releases those endorphins and it makes us feel better. That's addiction. Like that's what we're addicted. So I'm like, I'm gonna cut this shit out. I'm gonna go because cause I don't need to tweet anything. There's nothing I need to say. If I need to say something to somebody, I call my friends. I text somebody like it's I I text Matt Apodaca that he's a hoe, like that gives me the same amount of endorphin rushes. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, Carl, is that you've also like I think something that we have to consider about ourselves as performers is that we used to have this weekly, if not multi, almost daily 
source of validation that's been completely ripped away from us, which is oh, for sure. And as I see people thrive, as I see people thrive in the quarantine with online content, I definitely have felt left out and go, people have forgotten about me. People don't know me anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's crazy because I do a weekly podcast. I guest on a podcast every fucking week. <laughs> I don't yeah. get no sleep. So it's like, yeah. I know people haven't really forgot, but then these vulture articles that come out, these people are killing the quarantine. And I'm like, damn, man, I'm not yeah. doing shit. Mm. But yes, I, you are. I am, I'm doing but a ton are. of stuff. You're doing a ton of shit. <laughs> and and it's also, it's you're also doing what so I have much for. shit that you got to be out. You, we're, we're taking up your time. You got to actually fucking Yeah, go I have soon. to go back to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing so much shit. Like that's I I suffer from that so much, where you just yeah. see so many other people's like, and it's just be like, man, I'm I'm just I guess I am I a failure? And then I think like I'm doing so much shit right now. You know, like right. you're doing Edgar, you're doing so, and we're all doing so much shit right now. I'm actually doing absolutely nothing. You, uh, that's but. a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> you're doing a lot of shit too. The people who the people who need to know. The dope shit you're doing will know the dope shit that you're doing. For sure. Um, They'll text you. That's all that They'll text you. They'll text you. You don't need people to retweet being like, good job, good job, good job. The people who actually think, because a lot of people who are retweeting you saying, good job, good job, good job, don't really fucking fuck with you. They just want to outwardly present that they're fucking with you. Oh, yeah. People who actually fuck with you have your number. That's that's, that's one of my biggest things. That's why I hate about Twitter support in general. Is it be like, yo, I got this thing that I'm trying to do. I love your support. I got this thing that I'm trying to do. I love your support, blah, blah, blah. Two likes, four likes, eight likes. Man, I hit on this thing. A hundred thousand likes. Congratulations. I knew you could do it. Like, where the fuck was you when I was like, yo, I could use some people to support right. me right now. It, it like, reminds me of this this thing that happened to me one time. I was at, It was like when I got hired at BuzzFeed, which again, I was an intern, but this white dude came up to me and he shook my hand. I won't say his name. It was at UCB. And he was just like, I just want to congratulate you on all your success. And I see where you're headed and I just want to <laughs> congratulate you. And I said, bro, I'm broke. <laughs> I live in yeah. Glendale on the floor of a studio apartment. What success are you fucking talking about? But it's that outward appearance of just like, oh, they're at BuzzFeed, they're at this. And it's just like, that's all you're riding on. And you think that I can do something for you, but you don't actually fuck with me. The people who yeah. actually fuck with me were like the people who are just like, hey, man, you want to ride home? I'm like, yes, thank you. I don't own a car. Yeah. Or <laughs> would see you on the street spitting game. It was like, I'm going to let no, that dude get his dick wet. They would drive past me. They would drive uh, past let me. Let that and dude then, get his dick wet. And then I would wet. show up at class and they'd say, oh, did you need a ride? No, like, yes, that's yes, not yes, how it was. I needed a ride. <laughs> it was after class. And we was on our way oh, to we a show. we were going to the festival. We were on our way to the festival. We were on our yeah. way to a show. I saw you spitting game. And I was I like, was I'm not going. spitting game. How the fuck I am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know that? Because you came up to me and asked me if I needed a ride. Fact. After the fact, yeah, cause cause I didn't see you come with Shorty, and I was no, like, oh, everybody knows that nigga. That nigga come through, but oh man, did you need me to help you carry that? Yes, nigga, I already carried it. I didn't, I saw you. No, you know what it was at that. I saw the I saw the dudes from Arcade Currency, and I told right. them, yeah, I saw Edgar. Oh yeah, he was spending some game, and they was like, that nigga is engaged. I was like, oh shit, he's engaged. So then that's when I was like, oh, did you need a ride? Yes. You weren't trying to get no ass? And I was like, all right, no, I'm sorry. I walked sorry. in the hot sun in mm-hmm. the, the July of Los Angeles mm-hmm. to a show from UCB Sunset to the clubhouse. I also want to just say, and I'll make this as, as very slight as possible so only we can get it. I wasn't wrong. I'll just leave it at <laughs> <laughs> At the time, you were wrong. 
in the future, that's wrong, something dude. else. I wasn't in the future, wrong, that's something else. At the time, you were wrong. In the future, that's something else. You know what I'm saying? There's just those, there was a sliding doors moment of, oh, wow, this did happen in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I also had that with Anna where I was interning with Anna and then my fiance was just like, oh, Anna's very pretty. And I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. And then, then now look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been together for 19 years. 19 long ass years. Speaking of 19 years, fellas, I got to go back to work. For sure. For but sure. I just want to sure. give a shout out. Uh, we started this thing back in 1984. Mm, good year. <laughs> we were all... Trying out this new drug called crack cocaine. Yeah, and coming hot off quaaludes. Yeah, and then we and we were so floaty in the clouds that we created this medium, and we were like, let's call it a podcast. Mm-hmm. And the other crackheads were like, man, y'all are crazy. I'm gonna get clean. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get clean. We started that podcast. We kept it going. We changed the name from Three Guys Smoking Crack to Against the Grain. It came 34 years later. And look where it is now. Congratulations. Salute yourselves. Salute your shorts. We hold you in our heart. And when (laughs) we think mm -hmm, about mm -hmm, you, it it makes makes me want to fart. fart. It's a hope we never part. Now get it right. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations, Edgar, on your exit. Thank you, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, we built something beautiful together. I, yeah. I refuse to stop concluding myself. We! <laughs> you did. You we! were a huge part of it, man. You were a huge right. part of it. Carl, for old time's sake, I don't know how much of this we can play, but for old time's sake, even if it's just like five seconds, give us a song to ride out on. Song of the... What we used to call it? Song of the week? Uh, deep, what do we used to call this shit? Oh, jam of the week? Deep cut. Deep, deep cut. cut of the deep week? Deep cut. Deep cut. Give us a deep cut to roll out on, and we just gonna say goodbye now. I think I already... Did this deep cut one time? Well, let's do it again. Uh, this deep cut is from 1995 by a group that was like a two-hit wonder. And I always thought this song was very funny. And my mom would tell me not to sing it out loud because it had double connotations. That I didn't know what those connotations meant in 1995 because I was six. But uh, it was a good song. And I listened to it recently. And it still holds up. And nobody's going to like this song. But the song is by a group called Solo. And it's called Where Do You Want Me To Put It? <laughs> <laughs> Peace, everybody. Time to get-